hi guys in continuation to my previous promo episode about the new series i want to tell a little about our very first guest she is a girl who has simple yet effective way to live life a pani puri lover who also loves dancing and sometimes like to pen down her thoughts Let's have conversation with someone who has immense love for her city and has started a very kind initiative to help the society. Tune in now to hear out a guest sharing her story in the next episode. Hey guys, welcome to my podcast. This is your host Sayada Amara. As you guys know, Today is the first episode of a new series where I shall be interacting with different people from different backgrounds. I will be having uh, conversations about their stories, experiences, etc. Having said that, today I have my friend Sushmita Bharadwaj on our show who recently graduated in uh, Bachelor's of Business Administration and Bachelor's of Law. Hi Sushmita, welcome to my show Vocalize. Hi Amara I it's a pleasure to be here Thank you so much So as I earlier said that I am starting a new series today I am glad to let you know that you are the very first guest of a new series Wow <laughs> the pressure is real now <laughs> <laughs> That's absolutely fine just be yourself Yeah totally <laughs> <laughs> So firstly I want to tell our listeners how unexpectedly we got to know each other so oh, wow basically, yeah <laughs> so basically me and sushmita happened to meet in a coffee shop i went with a friend of mine and sushmita came along with her friend and they couldn't find a place to sit so my friend asked them to join us it was so randomly that we came across and the vibe got struck between four of us do you remember Sushmita, yes, yes, yes. I was like twenty twenty January. We were actually we were supposed to celebrate, you know, year that was going to be fun, successful. We had a bucket list. Like me and my other friend, we were actually you know celebrating twenty twenty. Kind of too early to do that. Now that I realize how twenty twenty became. So yeah, that was really fun. Like we. the conversations were on and on there was really a good vibe it was like all happiness that's true we started laughing giggling talking taking selfies and we ended up exchanging each other's contact numbers it was exactly such a happy hour i tell you i i personally feel this should be the storyline of a bollywood movie to portray <laughs> that women can also have great friendships that's seriously true because nowadays many of them think that not nowadays i think this is a myth i believe everybody thinks that you know two women can cannot be good friends i don't know why people think that but <laughs> most of them have this thing in their mind that two ladies can't really have a good conversation or can't really uh, be good to each other i don't know why can't live without being jealous of the other person <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> So, uh, Sushmita, as I said, our listeners that you have recently graduated. So, I congratulate you on your graduation. Yes, thank you. I am one How of does... the many people who are the batch of twenty twenty. 
oh <laughs> that's nice so how does it feel to be a law graduate well it's not what i expected it to be considering how 2020 has turned out to be but it feels good like you know it's a five year long journey i was uh, uh, just a 12th pass out when i actually got uh, am i audible now i can't hear you yeah so like when i yeah, finished yeah, no, when i started my journey uh, as a student as a law student i was just a mere 12th graduate but now i am a 23 year old who's having a honorable degree who's into the mainstream profession i'm mean, stepping into the mainstream profession it feels like a lifetime and you know it has it's been overwhelming with all the experiences and all but it's sad that i couldn't get the closure that you know last day at college that last selfie <laughs> farewell and all that but i'm still finding closure in that area yeah. that's so true i i can totally understand that because you know it's the ending needs to be the perfect ending everybody wishes to have that but i think unfortunately because of covid yes, yes, people true. were not able to celebrate it right okay so uh, tell us a little about your college how is it how is it right so i studied at ikfai law school ifhe hyderabad so oh, that it has a beautiful campus i mean that's the i sit there bunking the classes just sitting around the campus is so fun the faculty are really good and it is one of the few institutions in our country that offers a honors program uh, with specialization in four different areas of law and uh, curriculum wise it it has got a really good curriculum wherein mm-hmm. the students are asked to go for an internship every year you know so that we get a hands on practical experience and this internship process is also okay. personally monitored by the faculty okay. uh, also for nice. electives we have a general okay. set of electives nice. that we could choose from then before we choose our main specialization electives like there's lots of exposures oh, okay. even personally there's a lot of push for students who are willing to go and participate in competitions there is a lot of scope for growth if one is willing to have that's very nice i mean that's really something everybody would look up for when they are actually choosing a college and for me the best part is is it's in my own city i'm very fond of hyderabad i just can't imagine moving out of the place so yeah that is like a brownie yeah actually Actually, you know what I'm so sorry I'm interrupting. Actually, you know what? I actually was thinking about this. Basically, uh, when it comes to higher education, uh, most of the Hyderabad students totally as as I, I had many in my own abroad. circle who flew away as uh, at the first opportunity they had. But I am uh, completely I I don't know how I should term that. I'm happy. I'm happy with my Uh, area i'm happy with my ramzan ka khana i'm happy with my own pani puri i'm happy with all that is here you know i don't know i just have a connect with the states i love to travel i do travel but after a week or two i just have to come back to home that's that's absolutely right i mean that again is a personal choice of an individual 
if you prefer to go abroad and study if you prefer to just stay in their uh, hometown and you know be in the best college of their hometown yes yes that's absolutely uh, totally it should be a choice so yeah, i was I saying yeah it should be a choice instead so of an sorry, imposition yeah that's right that's absolutely right i think you are actually <laughs> talking a very important topic <laughs> because there are few uh, families i would say who would pressure uh, their kids to go abroad and study because they have that uh, thing in their mind that you know having a degree abroad is something yeah especially when it comes to masters like true why, and i think the pl- pressure is kind choice. of more on women yeah uh, i'm sorry i didn't want to sound like a person who's like a femi nazi huh, but huh. that is how it is generally <laughs> like women are always uh, pressurized with no, no. <laughs> other person's notion of how they should live like some people think all women should work they should be in the corporate game and few people think all the women should be motherly in nature it's like everybody wants the women to behave in a way that they think is the right instead no one just asks them you know what is your choice what do you want and i think and generally also it it happens to men also it happens to every human uh you know uh, that this kind of unrealistic expectations of what the other person wants this is actually i think one of the reasons why our generation is kind of exactly you know it's not able to live in a lockdown because it's terrible to stay at home you would rather wish if you were in a war because i usually come across this post i don't know i frequently came across this when uh, all through this lockdown period that your grandparents were forced to war but you were just you're just been asked to sit at home so don't mess it up but bro my grandparents were better than me they didn't have so much stress happening <laughs> that's right the thing is i feel that uh, there is no freedom or you know there is not there is no such uh, thing in families or you know among the youth that you know they have this choice of selecting or doing things of their own having freedom to uh, speak up for themselves mostly parents or you know the society people are scared about that they think that okay if i'm doing this yes i uh, had a similar phase but i never felt that internally but people tried to make me a victim of my choice so i scored pretty well yeah. uh, in my 10th okay so i was a 9.8 uh, gpa holder for 10 9.8 okay. so uh, when i took commerce wow Uh, to be precise i didn't even take accounts and commerce mine was complete uh, mm-hmm. you know there's a state intermediate board that offers only civics economics and history you know that stream okay. i was not even typical commerce which includes maths and economics okay. and commerce so when i took that people uh, you know few of my relatives and uh, parents of my friends they questioned my capabilities and they're like oh, but i heard you scored pretty well in your 10th why are you taking uh, arts why not you know uh, take sciences and do the regular <laughs> stuff that everybody is doing but i i tried to explain them no i want to become a lawyer this is my passion they are like oh fine a lawyer sounds something that can that has some worth <laughs> but uh, you know when i first told told them that i'm taking arts like the <laughs> civics economics and history would be my uh, choices they were pretty skeptic about my existence like what 
they told yeah. you are a good student are you not what's wrong with you <laughs> they were acting as if you know that most bizarre decision that i've ever took in my life i don't know why people have this perspective about art science i don't know why they think that you know science is something very major that has a lot of scope that has you know a lot of respect when a when a student is of a science student because they have a lot of exactly. opportunities they have this thing i don't know why because uh, to be honest what i feel is every education field has its own scope has its own benefits it's totally the education i mean it's not one particular stream that exactly. is exactly and amara what i personally feel is in of the day is what me. you want to do as a person mm-hmm. not because of course money matters exactly. of course uh, my, you know exactly. finance is an important and aspect of life but right yeah. now we are lucky to live in a uh, society which lucky to live at in times where anything and everything you can you you are capable of doing can be monetized you see uh, you know you can start a youtube channel you can just travel okay. and earn like few years back i don't think anyone would would have imagined you know earning by just going to different places and you know showing those places to other person you know there are certain exactly. things even if you are just a good cook you can ho- open exactly. up a food blog you know that the, or or an online shopee online bakery That's you know right. uh, in in this uh, six months period i observed that many people started baking a lot and you know selling their goodies because we all are stuck at our homes and we are skeptical yeah. about ordering food from outside so if we know some of our friend is uh, baking good uh, desserts we definitely would prefer ordering uh, uh order keep placing an order with her right so yeah i've yeah. seen it's all about you know what you're passionate about yes, you yes. need not to be completely driven by the passion but at least you should enjoy doing whatever you're doing what i believe is no matter what it is at the end True. peace of mind matters a lot you need to have that peace of mind in whatever you are doing you need to be happy with whatever you're doing because what happens is when you are doing something if you are not happy with that you mess up things you screw up things for yourself if you are happy doing something you have that option or you have the chances of you know establishing the entire business or taking it to another level basically you need to be happy with what you're doing as you said and also peace of mind is very important i agree that there are few business where you will have to take little stress you know little hard work is required in anything but at the end you need to be true to yourself that yes okay true. i'm doing you need this i'm happy doing this and choose a struggle it's not like something you know, is everything somebody- Uh, this i am directly quoting from the yeah. subtle art of not giving a fuck by mark mason so uh, i actually read that like a couple of days ago i finished reading it so that is what he points out you know happiness happiness is okay. kind of uh, like an over expectation from life because end of the day struggles are also a part of life but we should be happy to choose a struggle like you have to choose That's one right. struggle over the other so choose a struggle you feel like going through you know choose everybody have to put an hours of effort totally everybody need to hustle so choose something 
you're happy to do and don't don't anticipate the result initially enjoy the process also you know that's what people like come yeah, come and asking me uh people coming and asking me you know law it might be a tough field because you have to read a lot but you know every field requires the same amount of dedication yes laws keep on changing law cannot be static so is software so is the practice in medical profession so is everything but you know people just tend to over uh, underestimate right. the struggle and overestimate the success you see they just want an end result that looks great they are not willing to take up the struggle that uh, you know actually involves in going to whatever position you want to reach but i think everybody should understand the concept and you know be right on like yes this is what i want to do and i want to do this because i enjoy the process of doing it and i'm not crazy about the result <laughs> that's right that's absolutely right what you said is something people need to understand because there are many people who want to do so many things who True. are willing to do but they don't accept it they are not ready for it you first basically need to be ready for whatever True. you want to do for whatever you, you want to achieve you need to accept that and what i feel is as you said it is very important you have to do something which is at the end making you feel it's something that you, you get for every day you just need not to push yourself because of some reward that comes in the end you must feel yes. like doing it every day you must feel like getting up and you know yes. going out there and doing something that's right that's absolutely right that's really something which was needed i believe i hope people who are going to listen or who will be listening our uh, podcast i hope a few of them might get a change in them and that would be very very uh, achievement <laughs> a big achievement for me and you as well i think because changing people's mind with good positive attitude is something very much required so now coming to our actual topic as i said that i wanted you to share your experiences your story how exactly law happened and the education and i want to tell our listeners one more great thing as per me it is a great thing that sushmita has a instagram page called as happy club about which let's keep that a little suspense about which we will discuss little end of this uh, episode so now coming back to the actual topic i want you to tell our listeners a little more about law can you tell us basic things like how or what is the entrance sure exam sure i would love to, to so basically law, law which is generally called as llb that is baccalaureate of law uh, is available in two ways okay that after mm-hmm. plus 2 they can directly join in a 5 year course called a 5 year course or after their degree they can take up a 3 year course okay. so the five is available okay. in two uh, uh, subtypes if i can call it i don't know how to use the proper lingo here but there's two types that is actually ending uh, these days that is the bba llb that is bachelor's okay. of business administration 
along okay. with bachelor of law the other is mm-hmm. bachelor of arts along with bachelor mm-hmm. of law so you know by the sounding of it i think you understood that the bba llb is kind of more favorable for a person who wishes to make a career in the corporate field because it deals with business administration also and once after bba llb okay. people yeah. to do mba because yeah that's all bba is also a degree that they'll be doing simultaneously for ba it is uh, people who generally want to uh, go into litigation a uh, pure litigation not involving the corporate style uh, they generally take okay. this up it's not a compulsion but this is how it generally happens okay. and blb according to me is like you know the purest mm-hmm. form of law because there's no only llb right so you need a another bachelor's like llb is always available as a dual degree so bachelor's of okay. arts with bachelor's of law is one of the purest okay. forms of mm-hmm. llb if i can say so and if some okay. law professional is listening to this okay. please don't curse me for my comparison so <laughs> yeah so for that uh, what many people don't know is at least 5 years back when i was writing that we also have an entrance exam which is also not so easy uh, it's called a, a clat common law admission test okay. so this test mm-hmm. is conducted by a clat consortium mm-hmm. that is a group of 22 national law universities so uh, in around somewhere in the 1980s uh, they uh, initially there was only this 3 years degree that one person can do in order to become a lawyer like you do a bachelor's in some field it can be bsc bcom anything like even today you can also do btech and then take up law you can do btech mtech phd and also take up law so law is pretty flex- flexible in that terms so in 1980s when they first time in years law program immediately after plus 2 there were a couple of universities like firstly initially it was nlsiu bangalore that brought up this five years law program then there was nalsar and all this so right now there okay. are 22 universities that are recognized mm-hmm. as the national law universities so when you are uh, give your clat exam you are okay. you are given a counseling process through which you will be mm-hmm. selected into one of these 22 universities and there are other universities that consider clat score because clat is like the a topmost examination then apart from clat there's okay. one national law okay. university which is there in delhi called nlu delhi and it has a separate entrance exam called the ilet a i l e t all india law entrance test then there is lsat which almost okay. has around 40 law schools uh, that you can get admitted admitted into with lsat school mm-hmm. it all this lsat includes jindal global law school okay. which is a, a very nice prestigious institution mm-hmm. which is located in Ahmedabad Haryana then there's mm-hmm. symbiosis which is also pretty famous uh, symbiosis okay. has its branches in Noida Pune and recently like 5 years ago in Hyderabad also they have an entrance test called the set set okay then for ikfai law school uh, the university that i studied okay. at there is uh, a test called ilsat that is ikfai law school mm-hmm. uh and admit test so admission test sorry sorry about that so ikfai also has branches in hyderabad dehradun jaipur tripura sikkim and jharkhand for mm-hmm. now that are offering ikfai law, law program so there are other branches which offer business uh, management uh, 
programs but uh, if law is offered only in these branches then there is ct which also has six other law schools mm-hmm. then there are uh, christ university bangalore has its separate eligibility test then uh, there is andhra pradesh law set okay. that happens in andhra pradesh then there is telangana state law set then there is maharashtra state law set and then there's banaras hindu university bhu set uh, that that is one of the universities that also have offers 3 years degree program and with uh, ap and telangana law set also you can okay. enroll yourself in 3 years degree program okay so that's about that's the entrance test okay okay that's that's something yeah yeah that's about the entrance test yeah, please go uh, and coming to eligibility and percentage it actually differs uh, from one test to the other and i know only the eligibility for Five years law program, so it the upper limit is usually not there, but few universities uh, have twenty years of age as the upper. Mm-hmm. And coming to the maximum percentage of marks that you should attain in your plus two, speaking about the five years law degree, that is fifty percent or above mm-hmm. usually. Um, oh, yes. Okay. So it's fifty percent and above, right? Okay. Okay. So all of this, as I. as you were telling me i was listening to it so if you have to pursue this education it's basic after 12th that is when you can actually apply for it i mean uh, is it something that you need to have a percentage or you know uh, something like uh, i'm not getting the exact word but uh, uh, it yeah 12th education in any of the streams education. uh like law is not stream specific you can do it after taking up uh, your typical sci- uh, maths physics uh, chemistry or you know the biology zoology sorry sorry botany zoology physics and chemistry or yeah. complete arts or complete commerce <laughs> it's with pretty flexible even after, even in degree also you can do bachelor's in mm-hmm. any so field and take up law there's no particular criteria yeah mm-hmm. okay okay Okay, that's nice. So I want to ask you, why did you choose your major as business law? I know uh, at the beginning of the uh, the details that you were providing us about the law, you did mention uh, about what exactly the terms yeah. are. But I wanted to know. So what the, I have a honors degree in with specialization in business law and constitutional law. To be honest, there were only four mm-hmm. specializations offered by my mm-hmm. university. They include international law. international uh, prop mm-hmm. sorry intellectual property rights law again sorry for the law professionals <laughs> then there's business law mm-hmm. and then there is constitutional law <laughs> i for one thing was confused as to what i want and oh. for the other thing mm-hmm. was much more interested in criminal law cyber mm-hmm. law because these fields i don't know i was always interested in and i think are more relevant in the way that i want to proceed ahead so but unfortunately that was not a pe- available in my batch mm-hmm. but my juniors are having a criminal law specialization so that's why mm-hmm. i took uh, business law and constitutional law as mm-hmm. my specialization because business law end of the day is you know more uh, helps me in my career prospects also if i want to join a corporate firm end of the day okay okay basically Okay, so basically, you want to be yeah, yeah, on the obviously, safe yeah, side. <laughs> true. That's actually something good. Yeah. 
that's that's actually a good thing good decision to make so as you were telling about your college your uh, college life and everything i wanted to know uh, will you suggest other students your college right considering that someone be? from my college will be listening to this podcast <laughs> no even not considering that i would definitely recommend quite to anybody who's willing to pursue law as their career because ikfi has given me a lot it has a great scope for growth there's good curriculum mm-hmm. there are nice faculty and if there's mm-hmm. someone who's like me is found of hyderabad and doesn't wish to move out you know as young as 18 or 19 uh, it is right here in hyderabad but yes it's kind of mm-hmm. in the outskirts so there's this travel part that's included but it's a it has it's a beautiful university it has a great law program i would definitely recommend it to anybody who is willing to pursue how was the uh, education system how was the uh, education system in your college i mean was there any uh, new technique or a new uh, advanced process for your education how was it how did you feel studying in your college i mean basically i know you would have been very happy but i want to well know the uh, techniques, techniques per se i don't use. think there were there are any novel techniques per se uh, there were techniques that were very fruitful though Uh, like okay. we uh, had the system wherein okay. our tests are divided into a uh, different parts like we don't have one final exam so there's this uh, first ncp that we write which is for mm-hmm. 15 marks and then there's 5 marks okay. for cla- uh, class participation 5 marks okay. for attendance then there is a midterm examination that we write for 50 marks mm-hmm. but that is weighed down for 25 marks then there is uh, another ncp which is usually an online mm-hmm. mcq exam after that we have a final exam which is again for 50 marks so that is scheme of ex- person should be writing in a whole semester so in- this actually helps a student to feel less burdened because uh, the portion is usually right. divided and then That's it it right. makes even uh, helps uh, people who are yeah. lazy like me to read often because if you put a final examination at the end of <laughs> semester i'm pretty much going to read just the day before the exam and that would overburden me so it's it's useful for a person who's as lazy as me too <laughs> and this it actually reduces the stress it will help us to understand the concepts much better because once writing a test we'll have a clear understanding as to you know what i have an understanding and where are the areas that i need to learn more and i can actually take the help of my professors and discuss the same in my class There, there are lots of pros when a system is divided like this, and there is the CGPA system that I think most of the universities follow these days. That also, uh, I fi- personally find is to be really good because uh, there is always this highest mark of the person. Uh, sorry, the person who scored the highest mark in your class is the ma- is the uh, benchmark, like is the cut off of mm-hmm. your class. and the restalls marks will be uh, you know i do up like the highest person is given a top grade like 10 cgpa the person who attains the highest mark then the person who attains the next highest mark is given okay. 9.8 it's something like that so i think this is what most universities follow mm-hmm. these days and there's this uh, course handouts that our professors are supposed to give us at the beginning of each semester that will help us understand this scheme of the whole uh, program the whole subject and then uh, one thing uh, we had legal aid center 
which is one of the uh, societies in our college we had a culture club we had a sports club we had a debate society called vox populi then we had a area society then we also had a legal aid center through which we went to the nearby villages and try to educate program uh, educate people on various uh, legal programs mm-hmm. yeah oh nice that's something interesting yeah that's something you know it's it's good using your knowledge and telling the other people about what exactly it is and how the law works and everything i think that is something very much required so that is something about your college i wanted to check something with you about how do you think the scope of job well lawyers in, can lawyer be employed under in diverse sectors this is some one thing that many didn't knew like 5 years ago i don't know what uh-huh. is the situation right now so i don't think even a lot many lot many people actually know the okay. fact that lawyers are not just going to the court you know there are various fields in which lawyers can find employment like there are people who are working in corporate mncs from corporate mm-hmm. mncs to banking sector to insurance sectors to real estate to these high tech law firms that are coming that are the new thing to the old school law offices you know there's it's a diverse uh, field and then also you have certain a person can choose to write some government exams too if they're willing to like uh, the reserve bank of india has certain law posts then there's this sebi securities exchange board of india then there's the competition commission of india and one can also write examination become a judge a civil judge they are called as the junior civil judge exam every state conducts it once there are enough posts for uh-huh. that particular position that is like a starting become a judge then uh, after mm-hmm. practicing for a few years one may choose to write district okay. judge exams too then uh, the army navy and air force also has a certain post for lawyers they usually call it as a, the njc uh, uh rec- recruitments and that is also pretty promising like if you really want to give it back to your country okay. and some people would be really interested to you know be in the uh, army navy and air force and if they couldn't uh, get through the typical army school kind of thing they usually you know choose professions like this through which they can also become a part of the indian army that's something really useful because i think most of us are not aware about this particular information that you have provided as i think the basic uh people basically think that a lawyer it's very difficult to get a job and lawyer matlab they think that okay court only is the place where they can actually show showcase yeah. their uh, studies or the talent that they have i think this particular bit of information that you provided would be helpful to us yeah and also if so some young person wa- listening to all of this and, is thinking that yeah. law is pretty easy you can earn a lot yes you can earn a lot but it takes lots and lots and lots of effort and you must be passionate enough to go through that effort so that this is the reason i actually told that struggle thing uh, you know a couple of minutes ago uh, law is one such field the money the right. fame all this comes second you should initially be interested to read bundles and bundles of documents search complicated case laws understand the various sections understand how the proceedings works out you know this only you can only do this when 
if you're passionate about the subject rather than the outcome that's right yeah that's right that's right that's absolutely right basically as we discussed earlier it's all about things that you love doing things that you want to do and you're happy uh doing that particular thing and you are sure that okay this is the thing that i actually want and i want to do it and i want to pursue it only then i think you would be able to do it not just i mean not just this particular topic totally for that matter anything in life that was the main thing that we yeah. were actually discussing earlier so this was about the topic and about the law and a little more detailed information and basic information i want to ask you what was the best moment of your life in college i understand the, the last the closure was not that great but the time that you have spent i know there must be many memories but one yeah, so best memory as soon as you said the memory it just struck me that one day i went to college on a friday without even realizing that would be my last day there uh-huh. <laughs> so that's the first thing that struck me but happy memories yes definitely i oh, have great <laughs> friends in my college i have a best friend i want to address him in this session in this uh, podcast because i want to make him feel that yeah i value you know but i have a friend called yashwan uh, he played a major part in my journey throughout my law college you know uh, like every other college there are pros and pros the people you may like a few you may hate a few but end of the day we always had this batch thing okay there was this uh, we named our class the whole batch of 2020 in our college we had a personal whatsapp group called the protesters because we always loved to fight for something or the other so like a batch the collective things that we did you know all the chichora pana if you if i may say in hyderabadi lingo all the things that we did together it, it was great fun Please do. like we annoyed many souls on ikfai campus as a batch collectively and that is the best moment yeah that's actually fun uh yashwant you said your friend's name is okay a very big hi to yashwant <laughs> this host sayada mera i'm glad True. that you mentioned him because friendship is something very important and i want to talk about the point that you said that the minute i asked you about memory at uh, the moment it was uh the last day that you thought we never knew like the notice came on around on sunday and my last working day was on friday so i don't even remember what i did that day <laughs> i think this is and the worst part is i was counting to my days <laughs> to get out of that you. place like i was counting 100 days more 90 days more and then suddenly the counter and see nothing it was all done at the same time we were anticipating probably that we'll be going to college after a month or two and after many many months i only went to get my provisional certificate that's all <laughs> So the the moral is don't hate so much oh something so much it wasn't hated like i was exhausted <laughs> after 5 years that i really wanted to get out there and do something so probably that or i don't remember what exactly motivated me to you know feel frustrated enough to you know count days to leave the college but don't hate something so much that you'll regret hating it <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's right that's absolutely right 
so as i was saying at the beginning that sushmita has an instagram account called as happy club and my understanding according to that page is to help people uh, to hear out people who want to share something or who basically feel that they don't uh, have a person to share certain things or talk about or uh, how they are feeling so this particular page they anybody who feels that at this moment i need somebody to talk to they can actually reach out to that page and there are people available to talk to you and they will not disclose uh, things about like your personal details they'll just talk to you make you feel better like if i if i put it in correct way just to make the other person feel better they have this particular uh, page of the community on instagram yes so, almost but it's not just for people who are feeling it? low or sad it's just anybody who feels like having a conversation except mm-hmm. for flirting that we are not allowing that we are not encouraging a random okay. board if you are really bored <laughs> yes <laughs> anybody who i want to say anybody who does something like that <laughs> yeah so basically it all happens under anonymity anonymity even i don't disclose when i'm taking up a conversation that it's me sushmita who's actually talking we have our own code names we use the code names if at all someone insists on telling the name and mostly none okay. insisted on telling the names because you know some we do, we do, we do this for the opposite person only because once you know the identity of a person you have this curiosity to know who they are and then you always have this thought oh my god they might be judging Correct. me you know once you know once you have a name you have a face for that name you always uh, start thinking a lot mm-hmm. once you don't know who that was yeah. once you don't know whether it's a um, yeah. male or female what's their age what they do you don't have any hesitations in sharing whatever you want and we uh, follow strict confidentiality uh, a process where where in after if i take up a conversation as soon as the conversation ends we delete that so that none of the other speakers will also get to see the conversation so it's something that we uh, really really uh, follow it no matter what we don't compromise with the con- uh, with the confidential information or even the private little private information which may not seem like a big deal for the others but you know is kind of really hard for the opposite person to share yeah even that sort of an information is not shared and no one is judged because everybody who's working for happy club has their own struggles and has been through a lot so we already know how sad it is to be in a position where everything seems really bad you know you can't see even a small ray of hope so there's no judgment involved and it's completely anonymous so that you're not scared as to with whom you're speaking and you know what are they in their actual life that's absolutely that's absolutely right because i think uh, this particular point what you said about not disclosing their per- personal details and strictly following the confidentiality that is very important because people approach to you to your uh, community because they believe or they may they are having that trust that okay this people this person or this community if i reach out to uh, i i'm exactly you know, trust is really important i can trust them they are not going yeah, to trust is really important considering the fact that 
it takes a lot of courage to trust a person to think about and share something that is kind of a secret you know it's even a larger than secret because some people have family issues some people have you know yeah. personal issues which they can't even share it to anybody yeah. in their life you know all of this takes a lot of courage and we believe in respecting that courage that's that's absolutely good well so uh, who's i not being a snob like about that? it but it was mine so it was <laughs> March twenty first, twenty twenty, around eleven, eleven thirty ish. I got this thought. Uh, basically, up till up till you know, until that point, like just it's been a week or two since lockdown was declared. I don't even remember exactly, but in that short span of time, I have been receiving calls and messages from my near and dear, you know, people who are really close to me. you know sushmita just have a conversation with mm-hmm. us because i'm i'm this super extrovert friend in every gang that has that always has poor jokes to crack like i have a set of poor jokes for every situation so that's why or probably i don't know like i have many people it i hope so because i'll be at least an artist in one art yeah so uh, i don't know what but they really enjoy talking to me and i I, I I'm not bragging about all of this, but I actually got a lot many calls in that short span of time. That made me wonder, like, if I, as a single person, could help so many people feel a little better about themselves or a little better about the situation. Like, there's this friend of mine who was stuck at Czech Republic all alone in his room with no Netflix, with no Amazon Prime, only okay. with people from. various other okay. countries who cannot understand his mother tongue and all that so he used to call me and constantly talk with me and you mm-hmm. know okay i'm feeling better now i'll just go sleep that whenever he used to say that i used to feel like i used to feel like better lighter you know uh, i don't think if you can understand is like i was instrumental in making a person feel a little better than what they were feeling and that was in it making me feel much better i can relate than what i was feeling i was happy before also i was basically just doing whatever i could do but this one little thing that i did that didn't take much of my intellectual capabilities didn't take any effort it was just a conversation it made me feel better so that's why you know you know it actually it's fine yeah so that's I'm why so i thought if i as a single person could do uh, whatever i'm doing for a small set of people what can a group of individuals like collectively do to a society Correct. especially Correct. at times like these Correct. so Correct. that would decided yeah. on 21st march mm-hmm. around 11 o'clock the idea yeah. popped and by to the next day like 22nd march i had a team of 18 members who were willing to be speakers mm-hmm. volunteering everything is voluntary basis and then i had a i had a cousin of mine and a friend of hers who were willing to do posts because an instagram account needs to have posts you know a lot of editorial work grows in it so there was a a team of a team of two who were willing to do editorial and now that became a team of four so it, like within a week or two everything was ready and all of it is functioning pretty well up to date but 
but i must say 18 members trust me uh, when i say this number. until and unless it became a reality i didn't expect so many people would turn mm-hmm. and all of them are already experts in this field because they used to work for a few apps which involved listening services and then i made a pdf okay. for them uh-huh. to you know to train them like it was okay. a theoretical training which was sufficient because all of them were already kind of experienced in doing having conversations so after when i when i look at the, when i looked at them i felt oh my god i don't know nothing when compared to these people they know how to talk to an opposite to, to an individual and make you know bring out probing you say right probing what the actual question is and all that so i was amazed when i correct. looked at so correct. many people who were willing to do it and they are also qualified to do it because they were working for other applications which provided listening services but ours is different because we also speak we just don't okay. listen and reply we also give them advices that okay. we used and found to be correct and then we also give them a disclaimer that we are not professionals in giving the advice we usually tend not to give advices which are mental health related like take a tablet or something no, not those advices we usually talk about the inner journey of reading self help books or meditating something that anyone a friend would suggest yeah mm-hmm. that's absolutely something would be required i think and as you said uh, people who are already pro in this particular profession but they're still helping you out i think it's all about the intention sushmita because it's the intention is right totally it's all about the intention. many people join hands is what yeah it's all about the intention it doesn't matter uh, who where how but if you have good intentions the gates open automatically for you and you have people joining you to expand that particular intention as much as they can and i think this particular community that you have actually opened this this is a very very fantastic community which is an initiative that would help so many people to feel better and adding to this i also wanted to talk about or tell you the feeling that you said that you felt happy i think that takes pure heart to feel that particular moment and as you said that you couldn't uh, understand and or you felt very happy uh, helping that particular person it's something very few people understand that because usually what happens is we people are so much busy in our own life working you know we are so much involved in our own problems we feel that if we talk to somebody think, i mean it's like i never seen someone feeling it's that because we all rare. enjoy talking to the other person but then some people are good uh, when they also are getting something in return you get me right so everybody enjoys talking but there's a selfish motive usually beyond yeah, talking, correct, you know correct. talking to a crush so that you'll get some you know something anticipation of something else yeah so I similarly i i'm not someone who's selfish or something but i think i'm very selfish that i want to make people feel happy that's my selfish motive that's here right. so probably that's a even I, it That's also right. comes from a place of selfishness. To be honest, me, I personally want to be the individual who is making the other person happy. I have this tad bit amount of selfishness, so that motivates me in doing all of this. That's right. 
that's right that's that's absolutely right because i have come across so many people who uh, the point what i said earlier to you that i have actually come across people who f- who feel that they are they're wasting time though they approach somebody uh, when they need some help or they need somebody to hear them they approach but when somebody is approaching to them they don't have time for that so it's basically again your point of having a mutual benefit like if you are helping me then i'm i do not in typical conversation expect right like when i'm talking i should also be enjoying the conversation as much as the other person is enjoying until unless you're enjoying the conversation you usually don't have so everybody has their own motive beyond talking to but yeah this this is making me feel so sad we as a hum- as humans are so bad that we even need some driving force to talk with the opposite person of our own species <laughs> that's right it's sad but yeah, on the bright side i've seen many exist, many yeah. people who are actually interested in talking to the other person even though how much is, they are willing to give happiness to people around them mm-hmm. so since you started that particular community how many people have approached uh, the turn up is done the, the turn in is pretty good amara i don't remember the statistics because you know it's not me that takes up every conversation we usually have the system we operate through whatsapp also that once mm-hmm. a speaker takes a conversation okay. they intimate us in the speakers common group okay. so that we all stay out of their conversation so it's been a lot many conversation because it's march that mm-hmm. we started we had at least a conversation or two in one week so yeah okay okay that's nice so i i, I wanted to check one more thing basically when somebody approaches your community how is the response i mean is the is there a, is there any automatic no, no, response dropped or uh, there's no artificial intelligence Wait. involved and i don't think there's such option available for instagram this is not an appeal right we are operating through instagram so uh, we were having volunteers who were working for happy uh, part of the day like there were few who were interested to respond to uh, conversations in the morning there were few, few who were available in the afternoon there were a few who were available in the night mm-hmm. so right now it's kind of uh, you know jumbled because even there were few who were okay. available in the midnight so right now that's becoming the huge problem uh, that we don't have people who are available for the morning slot and then we don't have people who are available okay. for early morning slot so that's okay. something we are working on to ha- how should we increase our speaker base but then it's usually happens so that and the maximum time you get a response is 5 minutes because all of us are usually mostly available like we have a notification set so we always keep checking our phone i know that's really bad but we are doing mm-hmm. it for a good cause so yeah we constantly keep i mean it's bad to check out check bad. your phone for every small because notification but what i personally do is i switch off notification for other social media accounts that i don't want to divert mm-hmm. me and my notifications is usually on for instagram so that whenever mm-hmm. there's a, a request that message request that okay. comes up on happy club i'll be available to respond to it at the same time i'm not dis- distracted to something very futile okay 
like a friend of mine shared a post with him and his dog oh. yeah <laughs> oh, okay <laughs> yeah <laughs> i understand now <laughs> so as you were telling about uh, you know not sharing the confidentiality mm-hmm. making sure uh, that you're keeping everything uh to for the person not to have the you know to, for the person to have trust in mm-hmm. your community you're making sure that is happening uh and there are people who are interacting and making the you know uh expanding the good cause has there any time been that you or your team has come across any such uh, situation mm-hmm. or any such intense person where you found it difficult to handle this particular uh, you know situation or how do i make this person understand that everything uh, would be fine uh, there were a few like not few there were two or three uh, but uh, there was nothing that the person was trying to annoy us or something but there was this one particular uh, speaker uh, uh, the person is not even from india so this particular person uh, is having lot many medical conditions that is already making the person's life a uh, living mm-hmm. hell uh, mm-hmm. so with so much happening in life mm-hmm. it is pretty hard to be mentally sane so this person is also having lots of anxiety and depression so okay. as i said this person doesn't live in india okay. uh, so Uh, the person's midnight is mm-hmm. around afternoon or evening in our nation in india so the person always you know tends to have this habit of mm-hmm. waking up in between uh, while she was sleeping and you know feeling anxious is very much suicidal and she's also taking a therapy mm-hmm. she's going for counseling uh before even before approaching us so even when you are in counseling even in your in therapy you can't expect your psychiatrist or your psychologist to be available to be there for you on that every small anxiety attack you have or the every small moment that you're feeling low of course they are meant to be available but that's not practically human and even uh, she was feeling as if she oh, i'm sorry the person was oh <laughs> so she was feeling as if she was uh, you know kind That's of fine. troubling uh, her doctor by constantly calling and it was very complicated it was very sad because uh, she was pretty young and she was having very many issues not just one so while she was talking to us we made sure you know there were at least two or three speakers talking simultaneously because we didn't want her to feel that they, we were taking time in replying or you know that we were yeah, not yeah. understanding her perspective mm-hmm, yeah, and yeah. it was really hard um, she we had good conversation with her for almost like a week and then she also you know sometimes reaches out us but she mm-hmm. is a better person now uh, thanks to her uh, doctors who are putting lots of efforts in uh, her mental health but yeah you know conversations like that make us Shra- yeah yeah like Sushmita, yeah. conversations the, like with a person like her helped us in looking the world from a different perspective realize mm-hmm. that how better our lives are like we always complain for things that we can change and feel very sad for her i don't feel sad because she's a happy person and she has 
the complete potential to do everything that she wishes to do but then i feel uh, sad that people like these you know we don't get to hear their stories so much that we ourselves would feel grateful for whatever we have so yeah that was one person i'll never forget in my life at a very small age going through a lot and yeah most i think mostly i think uh, these sort of uh, situations i think mostly people no no amara i think it's pretty judgmental uh, because in, in uh, there are many people it's not abroad. exactly abroad like whatever it's of course environment has an effect on how a person feel but to be honest our nation currently is having a lot more depressed population that than people think they, we are having i can vouch for this because i talk to them there are many teenagers suffering in their homes because their parents cannot understand and this is the harsh reality i may sound really rude for saying this but yeah that is what happening like i get messages from teenagers who feel mm-hmm. that their life is a living hell just because their parents can't understand mm-hmm. and honestly their parents are not understanding you know it's not because they want to elope or it's not because they want to do some gaming and not concentrate on their studies it's things like body shaming you know all of this mm-hmm. parents mm-hmm. are doing without even realizing that they're affecting their child's mm-hmm. moral mm-hmm. so yeah i i you know there's this it's, it's not appropriate to say that it's usually seen that's, at that's abroad correct. because i think there are a few countries which accept all of this in a much better way than indians do in in india i that's think right. mental health and speaking nicely to your own ch- children right. is a taboo i don't know why we got this culture i mean i don't say everybody does this but you know some parents feel you know that you they shouldn't be complimenting their children you know that may lead uh, to their children going in the wrong direction by but by not complimenting them and instead taunting them you are pushing them into the right wrong direction anyway that's absolutely right and thank you for yeah, correcting okay. that you need to be there to understand the situation yeah making the incorrect judgment thank you so much for that for correcting me and actually telling our listeners how exactly things are and yeah i think it's again basically on in the environment one lives and about coming to the point that you said about parents i think parents uh we can't really totally or you know out of 100 we can just say 80% uh, of them are pressurized or having a pressure about society and that is what reflects through their words on their children the pressure that they have in their head about the society or what the other person is thinking or for an example if i tell you parent is working and uh, their friends yeah, they come to comparing their kids to their friends kids that every child is that brainwashed with yeah there, there are lots of flaws exactly. and I it's mostly societal it's not i would never say that a parent mm-hmm. intentionally does whatever they do to their children but it is unfortunately that even like when i'm speaking yeah, teenagers correct. the parents must be in born around 1980s 1970s right 
not prior to that couldn't be like there may be a few cases mm-hmm. but definitely not prior to that yeah. so but these this 1980s 1970s the, the i mean the 1975 after 1970s all of these is supposed to be the generation that is the software generation the people who invented computers the people who know how to work on the software you know they're not boomers right <laughs> so yeah you know it feels it makes me feel bad like they're educated because education <laughs> is such a big uh, you know measurement that every uh, indian brings up ki you know padhe likhe hai we usually tend to say this uh, all of them are mostly educated they are in great positions doing great things but then of course there will be miscommunication between a child and a parent but this uh, thing that i'm trying to address here is you know they beyond just miscommunication states a lot of unintentional work nothing is intentional but i think people should be uh, people should learn the fact that you know even their child is a person first and then their child next respect That's their right. opinions right. and then and i personally feel That's because right. i'm an That's indian right. i personally feel we as a society should learn how to be politically correct we unintentionally hurt a lot many people without even Correct. knowing yeah. and realizing that it is wrong to do so i mean i as a person always was like this i never encouraged people you know demoralizing someone because of their skin tone or their body or their choices but then it is filled in every corner of our society to it's completely normalized you know from films to daily soap operas to even joke you know always be directed to that one friend who's dark correct or that one friend who's chubby you know little things like this everything is everything matters only if you could understand how it feels to be in the other person's shoes so that is what i think you know you should be a lot of politically correct and understand even your child from their perspective that's right i think that is one of the important thing that as a parent they need to understand but again uh, the main thing as you were saying it's all about the environment that one person lives and parents it's the environment even the parent as well even society, the parents, it's everything parents, basically it's again so sometimes you know i heard read somewhere that you know the external is always yeah. going to be this it's all about what's there in the internal but then kids they are not yet at that maturity level that they can think about an inward journey when everything around is going uh, into the dogs <laughs> yeah so yeah so for kids i feel very bad and they are elderly who go through depression even they are kind of depression not exactly depression midlife crisis if i can point or that existential crisis you face after your 60s itself those are again the mm-hmm. set of people that i feel that i empathize a lot the teens kids right. and teens and the elderly the middle we are meant to get mental <laughs> you know that's the age when you are supposed to you know live under a lot of pressure <laughs> and die <laughs> just kidding i also empathize yeah i also empathize with them but i somehow become, feel become we have a lot of scope for growth because we are not yet that old 
and we can also stand for ourselves because that we are old enough you know we are not in the age extreme we are not too young we are not too old to do anything we are in the zone that we that's can cool. do every possible thing that to you know become better in whatever we are doing that's right i think that's one of the again one of the important points to be noted and uh, so basically about happy club do you yes i would love to expand it i would want to do it. something like uh, the uh, human library does you know what human libraries are na where a person comes out yeah. without revealing their identity and telling the story something like that but yeah. still we want to maintain the uh, we want to live mm-hmm. we have yeah. want to correct do our services from from the while of uh, anonymity so i have thoughts for it i want to make it as a one on one person experience too mm-hmm. uh then i want to bring on board people who are experts in mental health and with it and also i want to bring on people who are, you know good with nutrition and yeah as a short term plan we started doing these activities like first we started with nutrition because uh, prime minister narendra modi ji declared september as the month for nutrition we did that we had a conversation group chat then we are trying to go live uh, uh, for our next activity mm-hmm. so we are trying to you know somehow make people look at the bigger picture and in times like mm-hmm. these so we are trying to do activities like uh you know get more reach reach not because we want likes or followers but we want to every person who's feeling sad who wants to talk to somebody and yeah. just by merely talking to an individual they will feel better correct so that is yeah. my short term goal That's for now and long term i would definitely want to make this much uh, right. more more physical than what it is available like on instagram and maybe develop it into an app but whatever i'm doing with happy club one thing i want to make sure mm-hmm. it is never going to be a paid service that no speaker mm-hmm. will be paid for their services like i don't want to pay for somebody mm-hmm. to talk to a person who's feeling bad about themselves i mean that should come from a good heart yeah then basically good deed also you should have a heart a you should have basic human qualities to talk to the other human woman who's not feeling good and then i don't want to charge a, a, a person to come and talk to somebody I, no i don't want to monetize a mere favor so whatever i'm doing with happy club there's one thing that i'm telling out publicly that go in a path where we are charging money from the person who wants to speak or we are giving the person who is supposed to the other person some monetary incentive so that they could do something good to a stranger this is the basic motto so basically it's to be honest with you the ideas okay so basically it's actually to be honest with you the ideas that you have thank said, you. they are actually great ideas and i wish thank you all the very best and amara uh, thank you so much day. for bringing uh so many things in this interview uh like it feels really good you know like someone asking about a small uh gig of mine and uh, my degree and everything and talking about things my perspectives it feels really good i 
I am actually glad. Thank you, Sushmita, for joining us and sharing your story and experience. And I wish with wish you all the very best for your future. And as I said earlier, all the very best for Happy Club as well. You have actually started a very good and kind initiative. As per me, I believe it is much much required. I would. suggest all my listeners to go and support happy club and uh, join the good initiative guys so on this note i will be signing off now